How's it going? It's Tim Castleman, and welcome to another edition of the Two Drink Tim Podcast. What's up, family? Hey, how are you? Listen, right now, I am driving back. I'm just I'm just foreseeing in the future, because this is pre-recorded, that I'm driving back from Mexico. I probably have the most awesome farmer's tan possible. I probably am saying gracias to everyone. I'm sure I have looked at real estate approximately 100 times down there because that always happens when I go down there. I'm always like, why can't we just fucking live here? And then they're like, sir, listen, um, we actually need you to leave. Yeah, we took a vote as a staff, and we're like, we need that guy to leave, right? Um, Seriously, if someone knows a place out there, by the way, that's all-inclusive that I could just live at on a tropical island and and have breakfast brought to me and lunch and dinner and all that, like, just let me know. All they got to do is have Wi-Fi. I don't even care if it's dial-up or DSL. And, it, you know, it's not like a million dollars a year. Hook me up with that, right? Let me know. Uh, yeah, just give me the 411, the details. Tell me the secret. So what's going on, family? Listen, I, I'm not going to lie to you. This is pre-recorded, okay, because I didn't want to leave you. I didn't want to leave you hanging while I've been traveling. So I'm driving back to Mexico just to let you know what's happening in the future, which is now, okay? So I guess I'm like Telenet and the Terminator. Um, I'm, I'm, it, this is, and I would like to just, before I begin this, okay, I want to hashtag this first world problems, okay? Just understand, I'm not bitching, I'm just sharing. So I am driving back from Mexico uh, today. Uh, tomorrow, I've got to put in a day of work. OMG, how do you see do it? And then uh, and then I get on a plane uh, for Russell Brunson's uh, Funnel Hacks live event uh, to Las Vegas. So again, first world problems, I totally get it. I'm definitely not bitching, I'm just kind of letting you know. That's why I'm pre-recording this. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that, that that's what's going on. Uh, like I said in the last podcast, twodrinktim.com, not going to give you a big commercial. Uh, if you sign up, we'll get you some uh, hidden episodes that have not been released and probably will not be released to the general public, and you can get uh, notifications every time we have a new one of these happen. So go there, join up, uh, be part of the family. All right, so last week I talked about perception versus reality, okay? I talked about, let's see what else I talked about. I talked to, a lot about perception versus reality. Um, I talked about people trying to keep you small, which we're going to kind of expand on a little bit today, uh, and a bunch of other random shit in my ADD podcast. The Adderall has kicked in now, so hopefully this one will be much more focused and, and whatever it's supposed to be, right? As I burp in the microphone, because that's classy. Right? Can't 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 pull it away. It's like, no, you gotta get that full burp right in there. So, um I wanna expand on something I talked about last week, um and, and kinda go a little deeper in uh in discussing it with you, and that is um the most important thing you need to protect. I wanna I wanna talk to you today about the most important thing that you need to protect. And some people are not gonna agree with this, and I don't give a fuck what if they don't agree with it or not, because this is my fucking podcast and it's what I feel. Um and this is not a democracy or a group discussion. This is just me giving you my thoughts on random shit. So here's the random shit I want to share with you today. The thing that you need to protect most in, in your life and your business, especially in your business, uh, is your ego. Okay? Uh, and let me kind of explain or, or give a little backstory. So you guys know all about the amazing and, and talented Paula who has gone on to do her T-shirt business. And, you know, we talk on a regular basis and she's doing great. Uh, and she's getting ready to go to her salt and pepper uh, concert. Don't ask me. She's a uh, fellow rap enthusiast. Um, so uh, so she's going to that this weekend. And, and life is going good for her. Uh, and I'm super happy and, and so blessed uh, that she's able to do that. I miss her terribly. 
um, but I know that it's the best interest for her and the company. And we had a little bit of a transitional period, about two or three weeks, where she wasn't there. I hadn't hired anybody to replace her yet. Um, and I, I basically was just, uh, you know, doing – I was a one-man band again, if you will. And while that has several advantages, right? You don't have staff costs. You can do what the fuck you want when you want. You don't have to fill out TPS reports or this or that. The one disadvantage that I had and the one thing I noticed that it took the biggest toll on me was on my self respect, ego, whatever you want to call it. And here's what I mean. Because I didn't have someone to filter some of those negative messages that inevitably get sent day in and day out, uh, I, all that went straight to my head, straight to my heart, and straight to my consciousness. So normally uh, when you have a staff of any size, you know, you've got someone that's kind of like the gatekeeper, if you will, a la secretary. And you know, Paula's role went way beyond that and uh, the people that we've hired go way beyond that. But what a gatekeeper really does is they protect you from yourself, but they also protect you from people that you don't need to have any any interaction with. You know, I told you last week I talked about that thread on the uh, the forum there where people were talking shit about my product and as a result of that, you know, didn't accomplish anything with their life and we had accomplished a bunch and etc. But the thing is Right, that when I when I saw that going back, right when uh, when I saw that, it immediately had to be something I responded to, and I felt like I had to defend, and I had to spend all this emotional time and energy to justify myself to myself, to justify myself to them, to be like, hey, look at what I've done with it, and what you haven't, etc., etc. All of that stuff, right? All of that had to take place in my mind to protect or defend my ego. Here's what would have happened had I had a gatekeeper in place, right? They would have just, I would have never seen that. It would have been ignored and I could have focused my time and energy. So without a gatekeeper in place, right, I get all the refund requests, which immediately starts making me think, you know, well, maybe my products aren't that good. Uh, maybe my, you know, maybe it's me. And, and it's never especially in an ego-driven business or in life. I mean, we're, we're ego-driven, right? It's never, well, it's the other person. Um, it's always me. And that's interesting because I just said that and I just kind of had a realization. Like, what's funny is in business it's like that, but personally for me, it's not. Before I started my whole uh, self-exploration journey, and I'm going to talk about jerking off at age 12, right? And got that got that figure. I was like, why did nobody tell me about this? Like, this is the greatest thing ever. Like, nobody's sharing their secrets? What the fuck? Uh, but in life, for many years, when somebody would come to me with a problem about me, I would immediately deflect it back to them, right? Well, it's got to be them, right? It's like, wow, none of these people want to work with me. It's all got to be them, right? All None of these girls want to date me. It's all them. And one day I had the realization like, you know, maybe it's me. And then that started the whole journey and, and work and stuff like that. So personally, I, I've kind of come to discover that. But in business, especially the business that I'm in, right, I really feel like it's important to protect the ego because if you don't, then you're going to allow people to drag you down. Now, uh, caveat, uh, you know, warning, uh, hashtag TMC, I, I don't even know how to say this, but... I will say that I am not proud of some of the things that I did when I first got started rela relating to the ego, okay? And let me share some stuff that's really going to make you hate me. And you know what? It's okay if you do um, because as I look back on it, I kind of hated me too. So 
I remember just a couple instances where I just was um, super douche, uh, hashtag trademark, whatever, you know, to people because I allowed my ego to get the better of me, okay? Um, I used to do office at a cigar lounge. This is before the latest cigar lounge, which I'm no longer a member there because the business owner is like, hey, you know what? I don't like money or making my customers happy, and you should get the fuck out. And we were all like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Well, that's exactly what we'll do. Um, but I remember being there and talking to the employees, people that I generally liked, and they would give me some shit about something, and I would always retort back with how much – how superior I was, right? And I remember, like, I, I don't know, I remember having conversations uh, with my wife uh, about certain topics and stuff like that, and I would just ask them, I would just ask this question. Get ready. If you ever want to be a super douche, ask this question. Well, did they make $1,000 today? Ask that. As soon as you do that, you go right up to super douche. They move you to bottle service, to VIP, they, they do all that stuff. And the reason I did that was because that's how I validated myself. And if I'm honest, at times, that's still how I validate myself when it comes to money. It's like, well, look what I'm doing and look what they're doing. They don't have a right or an opinion to speak their mind. And, and the fact of the matter is, yes, they do. Now, I will also this is a this is a complicated subject. OK, so we're peeling off layers of the onion uh, as we go here. So that's one layer. The conversely, I will say you need to be very selective in who you let inside the ego. So um, let's talk about let, let's go back to what I was talking about. So I was a super douche, right? I mean, you can just call me that, you know, send me a T-shirt that says super douche. I don't care. I was because I, that's I thought I was better. I thought I was more knowledgeable, more skilled, more qualified than these other people. And I justified it with my income instead of that was my protection, right? That was my rock. No one was getting inside. I was just walled off from the world and fuck you. You're not as awesome as me. So you can't say shit to me. I remember just being outlandish douchey. Like I remember being on this, there's this old uh, talk marketing now thing. And, um, Somebody was doing a podcast or, or whatever the fuck they call it there, right? And I remember they were asking for some dating advice. And I was like, well, yeah, I would just tell them that I'm rich. And I thought, literally, I was like, oh, yeah, you're, you're going to want to touch my penis because I'm, I'm, I'm rich, bitch. Which, one, not even close to being rich, right, at the time, right? I just wasn't. But it was just a douchey response. And I remember they stopped the show, and they were like, it was this was a female uh, that was doing the, the deal. And she was like, no, that, that wouldn't work on me, and that's super douchey. And then I was like, well, fuck that bitch. She don't know what she's talking about. I'm awesome and amazing and rich. Right. Uh, and really, it's like I look back at that and I fucking cringe, like even even to say those words. And look, I can't be I can't be anything other than honest with you. OK, I don't have my fucking hero journey plotted out and all that. Like I'm telling you warts and all like, uh, you know, I'm still fucking learning about me and still and dealing with it at the time. That's that's I just deflected and I protected myself and and that's how I made myself feel better myself, you know, and I put value in all the wrong fucking things. Why does it matter how much money you make, you know, because here's the flip side of that. You're like, oh, that's cool. Here's the flip side of it, right? Then when someone made $10,000 a day, well, suddenly I was fucking insignificant and worthless, right? On my own on my own scale, right? I was insignificant and worthless because I didn't make the fucking money that they did. So while I may have propped myself up and been like, I'm better than this person, ha, 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 right? Then, uh, then I turn around and go, well, that person's better than me, boo, boo, boo.
And that is just like a self-defeating fucking loop. One, it's a great way not to have any fucking friends. Two, it's a great way to have people roll their fucking eyes when they deal with you, right? And three, it's just, it's fucking douchey. And I didn't, I didn't know that at the time. So if you were around me at the time, um, you know, I, I have, you know, I've done the AA thing to a degree where it's like you go back as much as possible. Some of those people won't take my calls. That's fine. Um, you know, but to the people that will and the people I'm still, I'm just like, dude, you know, like, I'm sorry. Like that was really douchey of me and I apologize and that's just, that's not right. So if I haven't had a chance to say that or do that um, to you and your listeners podcast, please accept my most sincere and humble apologies for that. I've changed. I, I still have moments of that where the ego gets attacked and I immediately have to defend. And for me right now, and this is what I'm working on. It always comes back to money, right? I defend myself with money, money, money. That's my, that's my defense. Look at all this fucking money I have, right? I remember, I remember I shot a video and it was a great video and I stayed and buy it to this day where I poured out a hundred thousand dollars on a fucking table, a hundred thousand dollars cash, right? A hundred thousand dollars cash fucking poured it out on the table. I'm actually looking at the backpack I did that with, right? What was I doing? One, I was demonstrating like, yeah, motherfuckers talk shit all you want. This is a hundred thousand dollars in cash. But really what I was screaming when I'm pouring that down Besides, you know, I'm a super douche is like, validate me, bitches, because I have all this money. You can't deny it. Now what, motherfuckers? Right? And, and there's not, um, I don't want to say there's not something wrong with that. It just, I, I didn't know a better way to do it then. It, it's how I was. So, so that's kind of that. I will still say, though, it's important to protect your ego because, like I talked about in previous podcasts and we're talking about now, there are plenty of people who are living smaller than they are, okay? They're living smaller than they are, and they want you to live smaller than you can be just so that they can feel better about themselves. I remember having a wonderful conversation with one of the few people that... um, Sorry to catch my breath there for a second. Wow. Um, hmm. Wow, sorry about that. I had to take another break. We have a no crying rule on the podcast that I'm trying to um, trying to keep with. I don't know why. All of a sudden, it just was like a crazy rush of emotions. I feel like I'm uh, I'm pulling a Jason Moffat here. Jason, if you listen to this, I'm I'm kidding. I think it's great that you're so open and honest uh, with people. I think I think that's great. Um, so I remember I was having this conversation one time with Rachel Fay, and we were just talking about financial stuff and financial advice, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I was telling her something a friend of mine had said about financial blah, blah, blah. I don't even remember the conversation. I just remember this line because it's stuck in my head. Um, and she goes, well, tell me about that friend. And I was telling her, you know, yeah, she, you know, works a job like I do. She's really bad financial manager and she's, uh, you know, she's broke a lot and you know, this and that. And she goes, why are you listening to broke people? I mean, that was the gist of the conversation. It was like, why are you getting your financial advice from broke people? I remember that, that changed. That was a huge dynamic change. And it was like, wow, I really do have to be careful with who it is that I'm getting advice from. Okay, and again, when we talk about people trying to keep you small, you know, I think in in their heart, they believe they have your best interest at heart. They want to make sure you're safe and secure and not in any pain or adversity, you know, and and I feel like they, on one hand, that's the other thing. The other thing is, right, my life's so fucking miserable and terrible that you are... um, 
going to get the brunt of that, right? I'm angry at the world, so you're going to get my anger today so that you can see how mad I am at the world. And maybe if I incite you and get you excited and riled up too, then um, then you'll feel like I am and then you'll be just like me and, you know, in some weird twisted way, right? There'll be a connection there. It's like I, I uh, for a very, very short time, uh, was involved with a young lady um, that was like that. Where it was like ever, like we were just fucking oil and water, but it was fucking passionate to me, and it was awesome, and it was amazing, and it felt great, and you know it felt awesome. But it was like it was just a constant turmoil of drama, and that's how that person had been, you know, because of maybe results they'd seen in their past or past relationships or whatever. That's how they. Um, perceived relationships and reality to be, and it was like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. And ultimately, you know, things we we went our separate ways, and we're both probably better off for it. But it's it's just one of those things where, kind of getting back on topic, that was a fucking rabbit uh, road there. But like, for me, you you have to be very careful of who you're listening to and who you're paying attention to. So when I didn't have Paula to kind of be my shield, then I had to take the brunt of that on the chin, right? And I had to deal with the refund request, and every time I email out, someone, um, you know, fucking, you know, wants to have my entire family killed, or I'm a scammer, or a rat, or whatever else makes them feel better about themselves, they want to tell you that. I remember um, listening to this podcast or watching a video uh, with this very popular video game blogger. I don't, I don't remember the gentleman, um, and that, it was actually a group of gentlemen, and they were talking about how awesome it must be to do this. And you know, these guys are making tens uh, or hundreds of thousands, maybe even seven figures cumulatively. I mean, it's a, it's a really popular channel and stuff. And they were talking about how awesome it was, and the guy stopped and he said, "No, no, listen, like, don't get me wrong. It is totally awesome." And, and and what I'm about to say for them is the same for me. Uh, this business is totally awesome. But he said, imagine waking up every morning and having 10,000 people telling you to go kill yourself, that they're going to you know, do horrible things to your family, etc., etc. And I could tell that was weighing on him. And I can tell when I am in negative situations like that where it weighs on me. Okay, so what these people do is, especially now in the day of anonymity and stuff like that, like I think everything should be attached to your name on the internet, and it should, it, you know, um, it, it it should be reflected on you. Like there should be, you know, I mean, you should be able to see what the fuck this person is saying, so that it, it's so that people understand. Like there's a real person on the other end of that, right? When you send that email, you know, you're not thinking like you you could be destroying someone's self-esteem. You could be just taking them down. You know, whatever it is, you could really be be negatively affecting that person. Now, you know, the douchey people they don't give a shit, right? Because their life's a fucking dumpster fire. So what do they care if your life's a dumpster fire? They just don't. It's like, oh, my life's shit. Your life should be shit too. How how dare you do something different than me and be successful with it and as a result of that have, you know, um, success that I could only dream of. Yeah, sure, I could do that, but it's much easier for me to kind of tear you down. So about that time, I got a chance to speak with the amazing and talented and awesome uh, Luke Jayton. If you're not following Luke, you should definitely be. Uh, he got some money out of me at the very beginning for a little card card post, a little program called Postcard Profits um, that was amazing and kind of got me in, on his list and really thinking. And he's just a great guy who 
I would call us friends. Maybe he he wouldn't, but you know we're friendly with each other. I really like the guy, um, and I really like his philosophy. And you know he was telling me, and I, I'm not going to reveal all the story because it was said to me in private, and I, I definitely don't want to make it a deal where you know it's like, hey, I didn't want that revealed. But basically, he was involved in a business, and they had gatekeepers. One day they didn't have gatekeepers, um, or or uh, you know one of the the things got through there, got to some people involved with the project, and then they pulled the plug of the project, a highly profitable, lucrative, successful project. But they pulled it because of negative feedback, and not only you know. It's it's not just the immediate thing, right? It, it's not just the immediacy of what this person says today. It's the long-term effect of that. I mean, it, just think about this. If you were told to go fucking kill yourself 10,000 times a day, would that make you want to do whatever it is that's causing that reaction more or less? Well, of course it'd make you want to do it less. At least it would for me, right? Now, I know all these people listen, uh, you know, are like, fuck the haters. Like, I, I get that, okay? But... Here's the thing about any business and, and life in general. Like, we get a compliment every six months. We get told to go fuck ourselves every day, right? And it's really hard to hold on to that one compliment and say, man, this is going to get me through the next six months of go kill yourself. You're a spammer. You're a scammer. You're, you know, all of this shit, right? Everybody in the world wants to tell you how to run your fucking business. But the only people qualified to tell you to run your business are people that are doing your level or above, or people that you've hired, right? Like if I hire you and I go give it to me, you know, like my counselor, like I'm like fucking both barrels in the face every week, let's do it, you know? And, and I give her permission to do that because I've hired her to help me through the shit that I'm working through. Okay, but Joe Blow that's working two jobs, that's fucking, you know, calling or writing in from the public library, that's mad because you have the audacity to learn shit, do shit, and then want to be paid for that. Like, that's the, you know, those guys, no, fuck those guys, okay? But you have to protect yourself from those people. Some of the ways I can, uh, you do it is you just have a help desk. Like I have a help desk set up and then I have people that answer that. So when they email into my customer support email, they get an immediate email back that says, listen, uh, I don't know what you're trying to do, but you can't do it here. Here's where you need to do it. It's the support desk. Uh, thank you so much. You know, go from there. People that fill out support tickets, they do that. Here's the thing, right? Haters will rarely, will rarely, I don't want to say never because I have had them um, take the added step of going and filling out a support ticket and being like, I just want to tell you, you suck donkey balls, right? I have had a few of them do that, and then I tell them exactly what they can do, you know, or what my plans are to do with them after their mothers get done tonguing my asshole, right? Like, that's my favorite line by the way just like yeah you can listen I think you have very valid points and I think that um, you know what you say here has some merit and I promise I will investigate it just as soon as your mother gets done giving me a rim job right or another one of my favorites is hey listen you know I really appreciate that and that's great and it's constructive feedback and stuff like that um, as soon as your mom gets done making me a sandwich and I leave your your house, like, I'll be more than happy uh, to address that. And, like, let's talk about the sandwich thing. Uh, yes, I know I'm fat, um, but the reason is your mom likes getting fucked in the ass. Um, every time she gets fucked in the ass by me, she likes to make me a sandwich. Like, I, I don't know what it is, but it seems to make her happy, so I eat a lot of sandwiches. That's all I'm saying, right? Which, by the way, yeah, that's old Tim Castleman, new Tim Castleman, 
probably do the exact same thing uh, in the right circumstances. We can go, like Drake, we can go 0 to 100 real quick. But the point is, I don't see any of that stuff, and I try to avoid that. It's gotten to points where I'm like, okay, here's that email address. Change the password. Do not give it to me unless it's an emergency situation. Just to protect the ego because when you're dealing with your haters or you're dealing with people um, that are having issues um, with you. And, and, and again, you know, someone that needs a customer service link or a download link or whatever, like those people are fine. I have zero problem with that. When someone wants to tell me how to run my business, to a degree, I don't have a problem with them sharing their thoughts and feedback. But when someone thinks they're just going to tell me how it is and you need to do this, it's like, first of all, you're on my list. I'm not on yours. Second of all, who the fuck are you to give me this advice, right? Back, you remember many podcasts ago, if you're a frequent listener, I talked about pissing off people for fun and profit in the Presser Snowflake Society, right? And people wanted to tell me how to run my business and you should never do this and never do that. And I was like, you know what? You have great advice. I want to get on your email list. I want to buy something from you. Let me know. Not a single one, not a single one of those motherfuckers, as we like to say, not a single one of them had businesses or were doing what I did, right? So that's what I mean by you need to you need to take people's advice and criticism with a grain of salt, but you also need to know who that advice is coming from. That email that I wrote got zero negative feedback from people at my level and above. In fact, it got a lot of praise because of that email. But people that were below income, you know, job, career-wise, etc., all had a problem with it. And my, my friend Robert Stuke said this one time, and he just said, like, the lions don't concern themselves with the opin uh, you know, opinion of the sheep, which I know I'm fucking up the saying, but it's true. Like, and again, kind of wrapping this up in, in a pretty bow, like, you know, there is a way for you to do it the right way and the wrong way. I have gone super douchey. I, I struggle with this. This is something I'm working on right now. It's like, how do I assert myself? How do I have a saying? How do I have a voice? How do I do all the things I want to do, but not come off as a super douche, right? And not be so inflated in my own ego that I'm not willing to listen to people who actually have, right? Who actually have some great things to share with me. So admittedly, like, I don't have all the answers, right? I, I just don't. I don't have all the answers. But what I am doing is I'm doing it as best I can to protect the ego. When people want to talk shit about me on Facebook, I just block them, right? It's just like, eh, you're done. Goodbye. Thank you very much, right? Or I unfriend them or I just I try not to pay attention to what they say. I don't check my own email support, okay, um, unless I specifically need to go in there. And when I do, it's like I go in for the one thing. I don't look there. And it's not because I'm not, I, I don't want to hear what people have to say. It's one, I want to eliminate all the assholes or have that all eliminated for me and then just listen to the constructive feedback and criticism and, and how to improve. But two, I don't want to get distracted. And I don't want to because where it impacts you is psychologically, but it also impacts your emotions. Going back to that thread I told you, you know, I spent, um, I spent, you know, at least an hour probably going back, reading through all the comments, writing a retort, um, posting it, you know, PMing, like that's a ton of energy that could be done, uh, you know, or used differently to do things like, oh, I don't know, create another fucking podcast where I have to pause it in the middle of it because I, you know, start to get emotional like a little uh, teenage princess, right? Like a, six, a sweet 16, where I'd be like, oh my God, they got the cake. Oh my God, right? But it's like, what is that, what is that doing to you 
not only that you're detracting time, but it makes me less likely to it makes me less likely to want to do that again. Okay, or to put myself out there, and and you can really, if you allow it, let yourself uh, um, get f- head fucked by that, right? Which is ultimately what these people want. They want you to get head fucked and be like, oh, I'm not going to do this anymore. I know tons of brilliant and amazing and talented marketers who are like, fuck this shit, I'm done, I'm out because. For no other reason than, you know, these people are being super douchey and I'm just tired of it, right? I mean, I, I want you to I want you to really think about this. Like for me, okay? Just just like I'm trying to better myself and I'm also trying to better or help better other people. But here's the thing, you can't do that, right? I can't motivate you. I can't work harder for you than you want to work for yourself. I can't do your dream for you. I can't say, like, listen to me, listen to me, you know. Listen to me, you know, I want to, I want you to do this. I'm going to drag you kicking and screaming and all that shit. Like, I don't want to do that anymore, right? Because one, I've, I finally have realized after five years, I can't do that. And two, like, if, if you don't fucking want it, then why should I want it for you? If you don't want it, then I don't fucking want, you know, if you don't, if you, if I want your dream worse than you do, that's a fucking problem. But that problem is not on my side. That's a problem on your side. And a lot of people, they want the dream and they want the this and, you know, they, they, they have this perception of, well, it's just going to be push button million stuff. And it's like, when you get into it, it's like, it's a fucking job. It's a great job. I love it. I certainly couldn't go work for anybody else. But at the end of the day, it's a fucking job, right? I got to have meetings all Mondays. I got to plan my time. I got to be working on shit so I can share it with, with the right people. You know, I got to go to events. I just have to go to Las Vegas, right? And I just have to go to, to Mexico and all that. I mean, it's so terrible. I, I, I get it, right? It's probably coming off a little cunty. I'm saying, but like, I'm, I'm just saying like the perception of what it is and the reality of what it is is totally different. And when you try and show people the reality, they're like, no, 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 I don't want that. I want the perception. I want the perception. So, yeah, you could do the whole, you know, I'm just going to give people what they want and give them what they need to. Like, you can do all that, and, you know, that's that's another topic for another time. The bottom line, and what I wanted to share with you today, is you need to protect your ego at all costs within reason. You know, you need to have your inner circle of people that you can call and say, like, give it to me straight, man. Like, what am I doing? And I will call friends and do that. I will be like, all right, we got to have one of these come to Jesus talks for me, you know? And and how can you, you know, tell me what I'm fucking up on. And you have to be willing to listen to that and you have to be willing to kind of change or be open to change. Because if someone keeps telling you that you're fucking up, especially high achievers, right? If I tell you you're fucking up and you don't fix the fuck up and then you come back to me and you go, hey, uh, I want to talk about me fucking up again. It's like, well, what did you do since the last time we talked? Well, nothing. It's like, well, then why the fuck am I wasting my time? Like, I already told you what to do. You didn't do the shit last time, right? Fucking go fix it and then come back. But you have to have your inner circle and you have to have the ability to listen to the people that you need to listen to and ignore or shield yourself from the people that don't, that you, that you shouldn't listen to, that don't have the right to tell you how to run your business. My, I think I've mentioned this before. If not, I'll mention it now. Like my number one review, the most helpful review on my book, The Creativity Checklist on Amazon, is a guy claiming that I'm a scam artist and that I'm a scam artist because uh, I have a product called KD Outsourcing, which we've used to publish 27 books. But apparently to him, uh, I'm a scam artist, right? And then once that happens and everybody who's ever had a bad day piles on and you know even people that were on my list 
list at the time. We're like, I can't believe he mailed this out to his list. I can't believe this marketer marketed to us and got a positive result. That's fucking terrible. If I'd listen to those fucking cock-gobbling, you know, ass-sucking pirates, as, as I affectionately call them, right? If I, if I listen to, to those fucking dumpster fires, then I would never publish a book again, which means I would have never had two follow-up bestsellers, right? And be making consistent four figures a month on Kindle pretty passively. If I had listened to, you know, Ass to Mouth Inc. Is, is, I, I like that name. I'm gonna, I think that's what I'm going to call it, right? But I can't change his opinion of me. I tried. I tried to show him all the points that were valid and factual. You know, I tried to tell him, like, hey, man, you know that thing you call a scam? Like, yeah, that thing, that thing made me multiple six figures last year, and it's responsible for uh, my first six-figure month. And, but they don't want to hear reality because they already have the perception in their mind. And, again, perception for them has to match their reality. So above all, okay, and, and I don't have the answer for how to stay humble, and, and, and that's what I'm working on right now is how do I listen to the people I need to listen to, and how do I ignore the people that need to be ignored? I don't know. What I do know, though, is protect your ego at all costs, okay? Protect your energy and focus and excitement at all costs because other people love to fucking rain and piss down on your parade. Now, if it's someone that's higher than you, okay, whether that's income, status, someone that you really trust and they're telling you, like, whoa, dude, hey, pump the brakes here. Pump the brakes. Like, that's okay. That Those are the people to listen to. If it's ass to mouth ink or, you know, someone that hasn't done shit with their life wanting to tell you, that those are the people you need uh, to ignore. So find ways to protect your ego. Don't associate with people that always are downers, right? I've got a few friends that they're just like, you know, like, man, it's a beautiful day outside. It's like, yeah, it's sunny outside. Probably means tomorrow it's going to rain and then it's going to hail and then, you know, and then this. And they just start this negative fucking feedback loop where they just want, like, anything, anything that you want to do, right? Anything that you want to do or share with them that's positive, they can immediately find the negative. Fuck those people. Get away from them, right? If your life's a dumpster fire and I'm like, hey, or, or just tell them. Like, I've done this with friends where I have to set boundaries. I'm like, dude, if you're going to be negative like this all the time, like, I'm, I'm just going to go. Like, I can't hang with you. It's not to be mean. It's not to be rude. It's just to be completely and totally fucking honest because I just can't hang with people that are constantly negative. And if you can appreciate that and accept that, then I can appreciate and accept you, um, you know, that if you can't, then we just can't be friends. It's not that I don't like you. It's not that I don't think you have redeeming qualities. It's just the, the juice is not worth the squeeze, uh, to quote uh, that shitty movie with uh, Jennifer Anderson and uh, Vince Vaughn, uh, whatever fucking movie it was. But, like, it's just not worth it. Right? It's not worth me listening to someone that's doing less than me, unless I ask their opinion, right? Or hasn't accomplished what I have to accomplish, than it is someone that I've paid to mentor me, or someone that has an inside look at my business, or someone that I really trust. And sometimes those people reach out and you don't know. When I was in the very first mastermind I was in, they tried to help me. I was not in a position to listen. And those people moved on with their lives and businesses, okay? And I'm okay with that. All right. I'm not going to say it didn't hurt. It's not. I'm not going to say I didn't react negatively to it. I'm not going to say that I didn't understand it because in my mind I was fucking awesome. So why wouldn't you want to hang out with fucking awesome? The reality was I probably wasn't that fucking awesome. And they tried to tell me that and they tried to help me and I just didn't listen. Now I listen. Right now I get it. Now I understand. So. You know, if you're if you're on that side, like I get it. Your best intention is to help. Someone may not always listen. I tell people advice all the time. They don't fucking do it. 
It sucks. I hate it, but I can't change it. I just can't, right? I just It is what it is. So protect your ego at all costs. Disassociate yourself with constantly negative people. You know, if you're in the creative business or the business of, you know, where you have to put yourself out there, you're going to have to get, get a tough fucking uh, skin. You're going to have to understand that there are going to be people out there, no matter what you do, you can be motherfucking Teresa and, and people are going to fucking hate you right? They're going to hate you. They're going to talk shit about, like, it doesn't matter. You're not going to make all people happy. That's not a realistic expectation. You should not expect that to happen. What you can't do is let those people negatively impact you and your mission to share whatever it is with the world or do whatever it is that you want to do. Because the bottom line is, as long as you're happy and really truly happy and you have the love and support of those close to you as long as you want the love and support like that's all that fucking matters Any, anything else is, is just gravy you're not going to make everybody happy you're going to piss people off no matter what you do you're going to piss people off and I'll leave you with one of my mentors Frank Kern You know, he said it's kind of like a prize fighter that doesn't want to get hit and if you want to be a prize fighter you're going to take your fucking beatings. You're going to lose. You got to get up. You got to get back in the gym. You got to train harder than ever before. And you got to just fucking rise above the noise. And bottom line is pay attention to the people that you need to pay attention to. Ignore the people that you don't. But above all, protect yourself, your ego, your energy, your excitement. Like it is the most important thing in the world. Because to me, I truly believe it is. So that's it. I am uh, going to leave you now as I continue driving uh, back to Lubbock, I'm sure, and get ready for my trip to Russell Brunson. Uh, there may or may not be a podcast next week. I'll see if I can't get something out. If I can, yay me. If I can't, don't worry. I'll be back soon, baby. Don't miss me. Uh, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Just don't, just don't sleep with the neighbors, okay? That's all I'm asking. Just don't sleep with anybody else while I'm gone. Keep my pillow tight. All right, I'm out. Talk to you guys soon. Be well.